Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Wanna tell you about the girl I love. My shit looks so fine. She's the only one that I've been dreaming of. Maybe someday she will be all mine. I want to tell her that I love her so. I thrill her with every touch. I need to tell her that she's the only one I really love. I got a woman want to ball all day. I got a woman, she won't be true, no. I got a woman, stay drunk all the time. I said I got a little woman and she won't be true. Sunday morning when we go down to church, see the men folks standing in line. They say they come to pray to the Lord with my little girl, she looks so fine. In the evening when the sun is sinking low, everybody's with the one they love. I walk the town, keep a searching all around. Corner girl. I got a woman want to ball all day. I got a woman, she won't be true, no. I got a woman stay drunk all the time. <laughs> My bad. My bad. <laughs> Yo, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> My man's my man's in love in love with a hooker, yo. <laughs> Nigga was in love with a stripper. Hey, 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 she was a streetwalker. He was in love with a streetwalker. Lord have mercy. Shout out to shout out to Led Zeppelin. Shout out to Led Zeppelin. Yo, yo, let's go, yo. I had a whole other show planned. I was going to do the breakdown of the poem Paradise Lost. We'll do that tomorrow morning. This breaking news, we have to cover this. Rest in peace, Lisa Marie Presley. Daughter of one of the greatest singer, songwriter, entertainers to have ever graced the earth. Elvis Presley. She wasn't supposed to testify in that, in that, that case against Danny Masterson. She wasn't supposed to go to court, y'all. Okay? <laughs> she wasn't supposed to go to court. All right? We're going to go down the rabbit hole. Everybody get your uh, aluminum, whatever <laughs> items you wear. We're going in. We're going in. Man, that fun is really big. 
So I figured out how to alter the chat box, but I, that just, that font's just too big. At first it was too small. Now it's just too big. Mm, we'll leave it as is. I'm not gonna worry about it. Yo. So let's, let's get right into it. Lisa Marie Presley, right? Cardiac arrest. You know, that, that court case, Danny Masterson, for those who don't remember, Danny Masterson. What is it? My, it's the 70s show. The 70s show. He was the, the hippie with the sideburns and the curly fro. Lisa Marie was a witness in that case. All right, because one of the victims, one of his victims told her what he did. See, this ain't just lodge business. This is Scientology business. If you remember, Lisa Marie was a former Scientologist. She got away from them. Supposedly, right? This is Scientology business. Once again, that means it's none of your business, but we're going to go in because it's a, uh, it's crazy, right? It's not going to be a long show. It's not going to be a long show. So, uh, shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody that's in the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her son died a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's, let's, let's. Let's get, let's go right in. Let's go right in. I'm working on my, on my mixtape. So, uh, <laughs> in the meantime, in between time, I'll be working on my mixtape. <laughs> working on my mixtape. Remixing all your greatest, all, all your favorite hits, the greatest hits. Let's go. Okay. Once again, this is a very extensive rabbit hole filled with many, many, caverns many many caverns okay so not only do we have to detail the danny masterson case we also had to detail lisa marie getting away from scientology back in 2014 i believe so everybody strap in here we go all right once again we go to leah remini leah remini is the former why this woman is still alive i i don't understand but hey more power to her. The verse is obviously protecting this woman. <clears throat> okay. Fact. Lisa Marie Presley was told by Jane Doe number one that she was attacked by Danny Masterson just after it happened. Lisa Marie was pressured into obstructing justice by Scientology and was going to testify to this under oath. This was back in November. Okay. Now, November 9th, Tony Ortega reported just learned at Danny Masterson trial that because Judge Olmedo limited what Lisa Marie Presley could testify to, specifically nothing about obstruction by Scientology, the prosecution has decided not to call her to the stand. Bummer. Once again, Scientology skates. Okay. Update. Uh, Lisa Marie was one of the highly anticipated witnesses in actor Danny Masterson's trial who didn't end up testifying because of restrictions on questions. Prosecutors said she was asked within Scientology to, to try to dissuade one of the, uh, the accusers from reporting. Okay. Now this is all from basically last year. All right. This is, this is running concurrent with, with Weinstein's case. Okay. He was looking at 45 years. 
He was looking at 45 years. Okay. She was on. She was a. She was. She was a prosecution's witness. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Now we're, we're, we'll get into Danny Masterson in a minute. Okay. And then we'll get into Lisa Marie actually leaving Scientology, like I said, in 2014. But. Uh, the prosecution, the Danny Masterson trial arrested its case on Thursday after four weeks, four weeks and 16 witnesses. The actor and celebrity Scientologist is facing three counts of forcible stuff or incidents with three women between 2001, 2003. Masterson had pleaded not guilty and his attorneys have argued the encounters were either consensual or did not occur. If he's convicted, Masterson could face up to 45 years in prison. Um, the, the church of Scientology is not on trial, but its beliefs and practices have loomed over the proceedings. All three women were Scientologists at the time of the alleged attacks, but have since left the church. Okay. Uh, a longtime friend of one of the accusers, Jane Doe on Tuesday, outside, uh, the presence of the jury attorneys argue about whether Presley should be permitted to take the witness stand. Uh, Deputy DA Mueller explained to the judge that Lisa Marie Presley was subpoenaed and what they wanted her to testify to was that up after Jane Doe number one had been attacked by Masterson, she was talking about going to the police and Scientology asked Presley to talk to Jane Doe number one out of it. The way the prosecutor was describing it, it sounded like a classic case of obstruction of justice. Okay. What that means is that Lisa Marie Presley would not just be testifying to a crime committed by Scientology, but one that she had partaken in. Therefore, she had some exposure, some legal exposure. All right. Here's a kicker. Mueller said that although his office believes any potential crime would be beyond the statute of limitations, they agreed to give Presley immunity. Once that was resolved, Presley agreed to sit down with the DA investigator for an interview on Friday of last week. Mueller told the court that Presley told their investigator she had been contacted by the Church of Scientology after April, 20, uh, April 2003 at the alleged attack of Jane Doe number one. She was asked to make contact with Jane Doe number one and to calm things down in the sense that apparently at the, at that time, Jane Doe number one was considering going to the authorities and the church of Scientology wanted things to be handled in house. Okay. Give me one moment. All right. Now, she, so based on the instructions from the Church of Scientology official, she did, in fact, make contact with Jane Doe number one and had a conversation with Jane Doe number one. And then at some point thereafter, reported back to the Church of Scientology. Mueller also referenced a direct message he wanted to admit as an exhibit along with Presley's testimony. 
According to Mueller, Presley acknowledged in her interview that she sent that message to Jane Doe number one back in December of 2014, apologizing for her conduct. It says, oh my God, I looked for you and found you. I am dying to talk to you. So much has happened and changed and I need to start apologizing for, my, for contributing in any way those years ago for helping anyone who tried to quiet you about what you had gone through. Those were crazy times with crazy people and not one of them remain in my life now. Please write me back so we can talk. L. Masterson uh, defense attorney Karen Goldstein argued against allowing Presley to testify and against the admission of that direct message as an exhibit. The bulk of this statement deals essentially with what one could call obstruction of justice, which is absolutely not an issue in this case. Mr. Masterson is not on trial for that. Certainly the church is not on trial for that. A lot of these actions speak to calming down or covering up a situation. In the end, Judge Olmedo ruled that any testimony by Presley about Scientology's alleged request was not relevant to the Masterson trial. Eh? It seems to me, this is the judge, that whatever silencing you were you want to submit took place of Jane Doe number one uh, statements and reporting that charged crimes here are much more relevant to the civil case because they're not attributable to Mr. Masterson. Olmedo continued that she would limit Presley's potential testimony to whatever prior statements Jane Doe one made to Presley around the time of the alleged incident. All right. Presley could testify that she was instructed or directed to call Jane Doe one after this incident by others, but she could not name who those others are. Mueller told the court based on the court's rulings, we've opted not to have her testify. Okay. There's a fourth Jane Doe. Okay, let's get into it. Uh, another witness that defense fought to keep off the witness stand this week is Jane Doe 4, actress Trisha Vesey, who gave Eyewitness News permission to use her name in photos. Vesey testified on Wednesday and Thursday that Masterson attacked her uh, twice back in 96. The DA's office did not charge Masterson with Vesey's alleged crime, uh, an incident, but had her testify as a prior bad acts witness. She filmed a movie with Danny and she described a rap party that ended up at Danny's house and she freely admitted she had a lot to drink. She was drunk. She was trying to get, she was trying to go to sleep. And her testimony was that Danny Masterson pulled her into his room and attacked her and that she had kept quiet about it all these years until this investigation became public. Bessie told the jury she kicked him away with a foot, but lost consciousness and later woke up to him having sex with me. I was upset by what had happened, but I didn't know how to categorize it. I definitely felt a deep shame and disrespected. I was disturbed, but I didn't know how to cope with it. She said, adding that her vagina and anus were sore the next day and she had bruises on the inside of her thighs. A month after the first alleged attack, Vessie testified that Masterson showed up uninvited at her apartment with a flask of alcohol. You know what this sounds like? Did anybody watch uh, Barbarian? Has anybody seen Barbarian? The movie Barbarian, it literally came out a month ago. It was an in, not a small budget film, made a ton of money. Barbarian, um, the character, what's it, Justin Long from Jeepers Creepers 1. Right? <laughs> this is like spot on. So Justin Long's character in Barbarian 
at the very beginning of the the first act of the movie, he forced himself on a co-worker, an actress, and she filed charges and everybody just started dumping him. Right. He was in the middle of of, uh, signing a deal for a TV show. His agent and publicist called and said, hey, this is bad. Don't say nothing. Blah, 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 blah. And everybody started kind of backing away from him. His, his wealth manager got rid of him. So then like in the second act, kind of get the background story. Cause he goes back home, whatever. I think it's Detroit. And he t- catches up with an old friend. He's like, yo, so what really happened? What really happened? He's all over the news. He's like, well, you know, you know, she told me no, but you know what they mean? Right. When they say no, they, they really want it. So he's one of those guys. And that's what came to my mind when I'm, I'm listening to this. I'm reading this, that character in barbarian played by Justin Long. Okay. Yo, it's a good, it's a good flick. Yo, these like these little small budget horror flicks like smile and barbarian and malignant. Yo, you guys are missing out. They're good, fun little movies. Megan is another one, a good, fun little movie. That's going to, that's making a ton of money. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's continue. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, I recall pretty quickly becoming incoherent, Bessie said, after taking just a couple of swigs. I was telling him I didn't want to have sex with him. He was laughing and just continued on. Before she says she lost consciousness, Bessie says she remembers telling Masterson to put a condom on. I only recall him saying diseases were in the mind. Wow. Okay. Let's get out of this part. Let's get out of this part. Let's go back into Twitter. Okay. Now here's what they're reporting. What took place with Lisa Marie. She went into cardiac arrest. Uh, okay. We were hoping to hear news that she pulled through. Okay. This. Okay. Lisa Marie was, a uh, was, was lured into Scientology after the death of Elvis in 1977. They were no longer married, but she was still deeply affected by his death and it made her vulnerable to an appeal by John Travolta. According to Tra- Travolta's fi- former Scientology handler, Spanky Taylor. All right. Priscilla then raised Lisa Marie in Scientology, but then beginning in 2012, we noticed that she was beginning to drop some pretty obvious hints in her lyrics that she was souring on the group that became even more clear with the release of her album storm and grace grace wait 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 okay that year uh that was the year that ron miscavige father of scientology leader david miscavige made his clever escape from the secretive scientology headquarters known as international base or end base near hammett california up in the mountains uh, a couple years later in 2014, Ron attempted to visit his two daughters in Florida, but he was turned away. They had been instructed by their brother, David, to cut their father out of their lives. Ron told us this incensed Lisa Marie, with whom he was very close, and she attempted to have a showdown over it with Miss Cabbage's with Miss Cabbage at Scientology's spiritual Mecca in Clearwater, Florida. Rather than show up himself, Miss Cabbage um, sent his two sisters to hurl abuse at Lisa Marie about their father. Ron told us Lisa Marie then went back to her, her hotel and announced to the others with her that she was no, now no longer a part of science of uh, Scientology or Scientologist. Okay. 
Uh, let's see. For good measure, she then made a sure, sure she she then made a sure hugely critical news story about Miss Cabbage landed in the pages of the LA Times in 2015. After that, Lisa Marie got caught up in a years-long and brutal legal battle with her ex-husband, musician Michael Lockwood, and there were reports that she was having more struggles with substance abuse. Ron told us before he died in 2021 that Lisa Marie had stopped communicating with him. This year, there was another bombshell involving Lisa Marie in Scientology. During a Danny Mattress and trial, prosecutors informed the court that they had asked her to testify because she had been a close friend with Jane Doe 1. Okay. All right. Now, whether you believe this was a natural death or this was sped up by something, that's up. That's, I'll leave the guy, I'll leave that for you guys to, uh, you know. Now, let's get up to speed with the trial. Let's see where we're at with Danny Masterson. Okay. This is from two days ago. So to face second trial. So not so <laughs> wow. So the not not only do you you're dealing with one, you're facing a second trial for, for nonsense. Wow. Okay, prosecutors announced on Tuesday. This is from January 10th. Yeah, okay. On Tuesday, they will pursue a second trial against Danny Masterson after a jury deadlocked on three charges at the actor's first trial in November. Wow. They want him bad. They want him really, really bad. Okay. Masterson 46 is accused of forcibly attacking three women at his home in the Hollywood Hills from 2001 to 2003. He was a star in a Fox sitcom that 70 shows at the time. Our office has decided to retry this case. Though they could not reach a verdict, the jurors leaned toward acquittal with votes of 10 to 2, 8 to 4, and 7 to 5 on the three counts. Okay, so they, they did this thing three times, three votes. Mueller argued that the jury ignored supporting testimony in the case, not giving these victims another chance with a jury who can sit there and consider all of the evidence. Win, lose, or draw, that would be an injustice, Mueller said. Okay. Judge Charlene Olmedo denied a defense request to dismiss the case. She set the date of March 29 for jury selection. So this thing goes down in a couple months. March 29. Defense attorney Philip Cohen argued that it was unlikely that any jury would vote unanimous, unanimously to convict. He said the first jury had thoroughly examined the evidence and that no new evidence would be likely to change the outcome. It's not that things were ignored that Mr. Mueller thinks were important or significant. It's that things were discussed and not believed to be important to decision making for some of the jurors. Olmito uh, held that Cohen's arguments are about a future about what a future jury might do were speculative and unsupported by the facts. It appears there are many other witnesses that people could choose to call or different arguments that people could choose to make a different outcome at a retrial is at least a possibility. Okay. Not that, not that this ties into Tory lanes, but 
Tory Lanez def- will come up with a with a different defense for his if he if he gets granted a new trial, right? So you'll see David David Kenner and um, the number two attorney come up with a way different defense plan than what uh, the former attorney George did. Okay. Um, two of the three women who testified at the trial identified as Jane Doe two and three issued a statement saying they were glad that another trial would be held. Okay. So they, they're ready. They want this, motherfucker. this dude, they want him behind bars. They want this man in prison. We are pleased that Danny Masterson will not be permitted to simply escape cr- criminal accountability. Despite suffering years of intimidation and harassment, we're completely committed to participating in the next criminal trial to the extent requested by prosecutors and again, testifying about Mr. Masterson's depraved behavior. Okay. Prosecutors allege that Masterson's success as an actor gave him a high status within the church and that he felt entitled to have sex with the women regardless of their wishes. The women each took the stand over the course of the month-long trial, giving often emotional testimony about the assaults and the harsh consequences they faced for coming forward. Two of them broke down on the stand. And one appeared to have a panic attack at one point saying she could not breathe. Good grief. The women who have all since left Scientology said they feared being excommunicated from the church for going to the police. In late 2016, the three accusers found each other and collectively reported him. They initially expressed frustration with what they saw as the slow pace of the LAPD. Now, if you go back, Leah Remini said the the, the police chief is down with them, right? When she's going after David Miscavige, okay? Prosecutors eventually filed the charges three years later under California's one-strike sex crime law, which carries a maximum sentence of 15 years to life for each charge. All three women testified that the church's teachings made it hard for them to conceptualize the assaults as that. Two of them said they reported the allegation to church authorities and were discouraged from going to the police. Cohen argued that Scientology was irrelevant to the case and he sought to minimize any mention of it. Nevertheless, he said in his closing arguments that Scientology was brought up more than 700 times. Okay. In court on Tuesday, Cohen said that the testimony had given rise to a whole slew of new questions and said that further discovery will be needed. The the court set dates of February 16th and March 6th for a status update and pre-trial motions. This guy's out of here. I listen <laughs> when it, when the DA has a hard on for you like this to, to do a retrial. You, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they want you to fuck up out of here, bruh. Um, yeah, this is, this is wild business. Cause, because what was going to happen, it was that Lisa Marie was eventually going to testify for that second trial, right? She was going to testify. She was going to testify. Cause remember she didn't testify in the first one, but this retrial, she would have been on the stand. Okay. Now <laughs> they're already on it. Isn't it normally, isn't normally conspiracy theories, but am I the only one who finds it suspicious that Lisa Marie Presley had her heart attack just days after finding out her request for immunity is still contingent on her testifying in Danny Masterson's retrial? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had to get up out of here. Like, nah, you got to go. Got to get you up out of here, sis. Got to get you up out of here. Got to get you up out of here. And this is, this is sad. Okay. Let me get caught up to speed with you guys in the chat. And then I'm going to go over another YouTuber that was gunned down. I, I forget his name, but I'll pull up the, uh, I'll pull it up. What you, what say you guys in the, in the chat? What say y'all? What say y'all? <laughs> what say y'all? Um, roughing everybody on some Antoine, Antoine Dobson. <laughs> Wait, I did go to the crossroads. Wait a minute. Music therapy. Don't do me like that, bro. I went to the crossroads. I took pictures and everything. It's on Instagram. I went, I was there. Matter of fact, you can't even, it's a, it's a literal intersection and there's a, there's stores. It's like busy traffic. And it is there a sign, a blue and white sign that says the crossroads, but it's not like you can go right in the middle of the street and say, I'm here. Like it's actual traffic. And I went, I was there, man. Don't, don't, don't do me like that, bro. I was there at the crossroads. Yeah. Look at me and uncle Charles, y'all. Me and uncle Charles, y'all. Yeah. All right. So let me pull up this dead YouTuber that got gunned down for flossing and stunting on, on, on poor people in the hood. When would these guys ever learn? YouTuber CJ so cool. Oh, he was shot. He's he's alive. He's not dead. Okay, sorry. CJ so cool. He's not dead, y'all. He's alive. CJ so cool. Stop driving your Lamborghini in the hood. Stop driving your Lamborghini in the hood. All right. Oh, here we go. The alleged attack happened at 3 a.m. That's in the witching hours. There you go. You're going to learn. And in the Instagram story, please keep me and my kids in your prayers. So far, I'm doing okay. He has 8.86 million subscribers on YouTube, over 5 million on Instagram. DJ So Cool got shot up. Even kids, YouTubers aren't safe. No, what made him not safe is him driving a Lamborghini in the hood. Stop stunting on poor people. Stop stunting on poor people. That's not a flex. You're rubbing your wealth in people's faces and people are not going to like that. Now, normally what that should inspire is motivation and inspiration, but it, you get the, the opposite effect. You get jealousy, envy, hate, right? To stop stunting on poor people. Go compete with the other guys that, own Lamborghinis and Ferraris. Why is it with black folk? You, you want to be the big fish in a very small pond. Go compete with those other sharks and orcas and great whites in the, in the other pool down the street. Go compete with their big dogs. Why you want to, you want to be the only big dog on your block, right? <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, okay. So once again, YouTube, uh, IG guys being IG guys, they got to show everybody the, the, the stuff that happened to them, right? Got to, got to show that. 
Um, so this is him. Uh, Cordero James Brady. Oh, is a 33-year-old. Okay, you know what? I know what time it is. And you got shot in the leg, too? Oh, come on. Quit playing. Y'all know what time it is. This boy about to level up. <laughs> this boy about to level up. All right, we know it. We see what it is. It's level up time. Gotcha. Say less. Yeah, he got shot in the leg. Well, at least one of the wounds is in the leg. Yeah, it's it's level up time. I get it. I get it. I get it. The U.S. Navy veteran is a father of three. Mm-hmm. He has not mentioned whether anyone else was present in the home during the invasion. Okay. Other reactions. Okay. Okay. CJ so cool got shot and went straight to his Instagram to post bullet wounds before adding multiple life. <laughs> yes, this is what social media has reduced people down to. You get shot and the first thing you go do is go to the hospital and show off your stuff. Right? Some fans pointed out that CJ So Cool often speaks about home security on his YouTube channel following the news that his residence was broken into. Oh, he was a prank guy. Yeah, he did. Okay, I remember him now. Okay. 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 Yo, who gave me some money? I heard it. I heard the money go. Oh, okay. Erica, thank you for the super chat, hon. Thank you. Wait, why are you not doing the, uh, oh shit. Y'all not seeing it. My bad. Erica, why are you not doing the gener the, the generational wealth thing with the Bruce Beach goofballs? Okay. That's, that's him. So, okay. So break home invasion, 3 a.m. Get shot in the leg at least one time. And he had, and he's 33 years old and he has three children. He's about to level up. So I, I don't need to spell it out for y'all. You know what time it is. Okay. Um, Erica, where you at? Ma'am, what happened to the Bruce's beach? Um, breakdown, generational wealth. Where you at? Bring your ass back in here. I have questions for you, ma'am. Pour some for Elvis daughter. <laughs> I don't think that was the, I don't think that that was the inoculation. I, I don't know. I don't know. They hit it with something, but no. When you when you doing the Bruce Beach, um, generational wealth wealth. I was looking forward to that because I wanted to get your take on that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Matter of fact, let's go to his channel and let's see how he was, how he was stunting because I was cussing when I wanted to discuss it. I had to calm down. Oh, word. Oh man, I was really looking forward to that. You're upset over it. I, I can understand. But this just goes to show I'm going to stand on it. Black folk don't want generational wealth. Don't even want to attempt to do it. You know what I, I hear? I hear that. I hear that mainly for older black folk. These young kids don't want, they don't want to be bothered with that shit. That's too much work. That's too much like work. Let's look up this dude, his YouTube channel real quick. Jay, so cool. YouTube. 
Okay, let's see what this nigga talking about. Okay. Okay. My daughter is actually living with me for a whole year. Okay, that means you're not a you're, you don't have custody. Okay, never mind. Uh, Kamari boyfriend sent her again. Uh, okay, yeah, he does the pranks and stuff. I took my daughter to her new stepmom house for the first time. I. Oh what? Okay. I want, I'm looking for the Lamborghini part because he was dry. I remember seeing a video of him in a Lambo in the hood. I remember that video and I was like, you know what? Okay. Y'all gonna learn to stop stunning on, on poor people. I know them. Okay. BJ so cool. Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Yep. Yep. I took my kid. Come on, see, here's the dumb shit. Three kids, they go to school. I'm about to attempt something crazy right now. I'm about to try to smash all my kids in a Lamborghini and take them to school in a Lambo. Nah. I don't believe it. And we just went to school in the Rolls Royce, and I'm pretty sure you saw the part where I got in trouble. I make sure I won't do that this time, okay? So if you guys are watching from my kids' school, I apologize sincerely. I've never done that before. I don't know what I was thinking, and today I'll make sure I follow the rule. Really, nigga? Come on, why you ain't got your coat on, baby? You don't want to go to school with them? Nope. Well, you know you can't fit in the Lambo, so you like, I ain't trying to get smashed. Hurry up, put on a jacket or something. And some shoes. And why your bed ain't made? Oh, my God. Tell your teacher I'm sorry for getting you in trouble too. Bite. Even though after I was editing the video, I saw you the reason I got out the car. Me for not. Yeah. Okay, okay let's get into it. Point taken away. What they say, man? They need to talk to me. Oh no, this. A few moments later. Guys, Kamari in the It's still snowing out there and icy, so you know what that means. More fun for Kamari. She. Gets oh, that's a Gallardo. Oh, okay, well, you know what. That's my that's... favorite part, man. The way the door just opened. All right, now I don't know how this is going to work because y'all got book bags and stuff. So we might have to put the book bags in the trunk. Let's try that. Oh, trunk it is. Yes, sir. Smash those book bags in. Nope. You guys go, I get to um, stay here for four weeks. What? You can stay for four weeks. Oh my God. Did you just hear that guy? Hello? Hello? Uh, four weeks. My we are actually in the process of trying to do something that's never been done before. Kind of like Kamari. Put three book oh, oh. Okay, it fit, guys. Now, the big thing. We have to try to get in the car. Oh, Lord. Now, come on. I don't know, baby. <laughs> you might have no, to no, stay. No. no, not on the driver's side, nation. And it ain't no such thing as the back seat. So you got to get in the front. And you got to get on each other's lap. <laughs> no, son. Julia has to sit down. Okay, that's a Gallardo. Listen, okay, I stop. Yeah, Gallardos are, are, are cheap. Gallardos are cheap. You can, anybody. If you want a Lamborghini, like, Gallardo is, like, the entry level. The average person could, could afford to buy a Gallardo. If it was at a Ventador, then it's like, okay, wait a minute now. But no, that's a Gallardo. There's nothing to see here. Okay. But the average poor person doesn't know the difference between a Ventador, Gallardo. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Gallardo shares the same engine with the, RD, uh, the Audi R8, uh, with the V10. So you, this, you could afford this. A Ventador, no. Gallardo, yes. You could afford a Gallardo. That is an entry-level Lamborghini but still this is corny yeah y'all see it <laughs> this is corny as hell 
Ah, this is cornball stuff. Okay, I'm over it. I'm over it. Boop. I'm over it. Okay. Well, that's pretty much all I got. Let me check something real quick before I get out of here. Because I want to make sure I, I at least rock out for another couple minutes. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Oh, no. Let's look up De De Damar Hamlin. Discharged from the hospital. Imagine that. Let's go check out our buddy, the great actor, Damar Hamlin. Damar Hamlin. <laughs> Damar Hamlin got discharged from the hospital. Mind you, this nigga a week ago suffered two <laughs> two heart attacks. <laughs> Let's go. Wait a minute. Damar Hamlin. Damar Hamlin discharged from a hospital, cleared to rehab at home and with the bills. Hold up. Nurses. Nurses, get y'all asses in here. Get y'all asses in. Yeah, God pulled him through. Come on, y'all. This man literally let them tell it had to be resuscitated twice on the field. Right? Right? Yeah. This man was on a ventilator and was intubated. I'm not a medical person at all. I, and I don't know. Was this even a week ago? Right, wait, slide type the Kermit type again. I would just type it. <laughs> Yo, nurses, anybody, come on. This man, this is not even a week ago. This man, a week and a half ago, this man was, he died twice. You mean to tell me about a week and a half, this man's being discharged to rehab at home like it never happened exactly? Buffalo Bills safety, Damar Hamlin, continues to make huge strides in his recovery after experiencing cardiac arrest. Hamlin was discharged from the hospital Wednesday and is clear to continue his rehab at home and with the Bills, the team. And I told y'all he's going to be back on the field next year. He'll be back like, <laughs> like this shit never took place. Come on, y'all. Yeah, won't he do it? God is good all the time. And what? All the time, God is good, yeah? 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 <laughs> He'll be back on the field next year like nothing happened. Hamlin was initially hospitalized in Cincinnati. He was cleared to travel to a Buffalo hospital on Monday. That was another red flag. It's like, yo, you shouldn't. He, he caught a plane ride. Hold up. He took a plane ride to that to that hospital in Buffalo before they let him go. You just had a heart attack and then you had lung issues and then you get into a pressurized airplane. How many thousands feet in the air? For real? For real? <laughs> Yes, nurses, CNAs, LPNs, RNs. Listen, if you got that that red cross, <laughs> you got the white the white shoes with the hearts on them, the white stockings, and the nurse the nurse's outfit. I need you up in here. Make this make sense to me, y'all. 
He was cleared to travel to Buffalo to a Buffalo hospital on Monday. Hamlin updated fans Tuesday and let them know he still needed to pass a few tests to be discharged. He passed those tests Wednesday. So no footage. Now, listen, I just showed you guys a YouTuber who was in a home, who was a victim of a home invasion. This man was shot, still bleeding on the gurney. And he took the time and wherewithal to show IG, Instagram, social media that he is, he made it through. All right. This man, you've seen no hospital footage. Don't bring me no frozen screenshot of a, of a fake uh, IG live um, with Meek Mill and, and the white doctor guy. Don't tell me about the stories of him flexing his muscles and asking, did we win when he woke up out of a fucking coma? Don't play this game with me, y'all. Let's not do this. All right, Chapman, my man, thank you, bro. <laughs> You'll be ready to go by Super Bowl Sunday. Did I say that? Yeah, if they don't, if they don't win this thing, man, like now you have to give it to them. Like you have to give it to them now because it wouldn't make sense. Listen, the news comes nine days. There's those numbers again. Nine days after Hamlin experienced cardiac arrest during a game against Cincinnati Bengals. Hamlin received CPR and was defibrillated on the field. Wait a minute, y'all. Come on. Listen, you don't have to be a thoracic nurse, cardiologist, nurse. I don't need, I don't need your expertise. Nine days ago, this man had cardiac arrest twice. Nine days ago, and now he's being cleared to go home. Where? 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 Nine days ago, we watched this man take a BS hit to the chest, go down, CPR, cardiac arrest twice and nine days later he's cleared to go home for rehab CPR for nine minutes thank you yes run those numbers run those numbers are you guys not entertained and yet and still I'd be wanting to I'd be wanting to say something to these black folk that be like oh look at God look what God yo go to his IG is just nothing but Jesus freaks, man. And then I got people that in, in the industry that I know, and they're like, "Yeah, thank, look at God." I'm like, "You too? Like you too? Like you? You know what I'm saying? Like people? I'm like, ah, come on, yo, don't, don't, don't do me like this. I'm the older I get, the more disappointed I become because then that's when you start to realize and you learn who's really down with this this nonsense either they're either they're either down with it or they're just so brainwashed to the point that they just can't tell the difference i don't know which is worse i don't know which is worse you know okay here we go with the nonsense hamlin was transferred to the university of cincinnati medical center he was outfitted with a breathing tube and deemed in critical condition a few days later, Hamlin woke up and showed signs of neurological function. Doctors said Hamlin was making substantial progress, but still had to clear other bars in his recovery. Hamlin continued to improve and the breathing tube was eventually removed. 
He was able to speak with Bill, Bill's teammates days before their Week 18 game against the New England Patriots. Hamlin watched that contest, which saw Bill's running back, Naeem Hines, run back the opening kickoff for a touchdown and tweeted about the experience. Lord have mercy. A week after experiencing cardiac arrest, Hamlin was cleared to leave the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. He was discharged from that hospital, but would be transferred to the Buffalo General Medical Center Gates Vascular Institute for further testing. Yeah. And they trademarked, did we win? And yes, the, the hearts dead. It's unclear what Hamlin's recovery holds for him now that he's back at home. The Bills will take on the Miami Dolphins in the wild card round Sunday. It would be quite the moment if Hamlin was able to make an appearance at that game. I'm sure it would since we ain't seen this man make an appearance since. But only if he's deemed healthy enough to attend. Word. So they're they giving y'all. Wait, is three a prime number? Hey, is three a prime number? Three is a prime number, people. Three is a prime number. Let's let's do this together. Prime numbers. Me. You thought I was going into cardiac arrest or something? Here's your prime numbers, y'all. Your prime numbers are two, three, five, seven, eleven. 13, 17, 19, 23, 29. Okay, so important numbers I'll pick out for y'all. For those, if you just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, whatever. Okay, important numbers you always want to keep a mental note of. 3, 11, 47. Mm, all these others don't matter. But you always want to keep in mind, you always want to, you always want to remember 3, 11, 47 out of your prime numbers. Yeah, yeah, okay, 7, 2, 7, 7 as well, yeah. 3, 7, 11, 47 out of the prime numbers from 0 to 100, okay? From 0 to 100. Always keep them, when you see those numbers... There's always something in play. Always, always, always. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Let me see. Let's look up something else. Mar Hamlin. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. Okay. I really got to justice the fucking chat box. I just don't like it. Okay. I think that's it. I think I think that's it. Okay. Let me see if there's anything else I want to cover with y'all before I get out of here. Anything else? Is there anything else? Screenshot. No. No. 
Nope. Okay, y'all, I think we're good. Oh, you know what? Has anybody heard the story of the man that found a mermaid, right? Found a mermaid and was had his home raided by the CIA and then got into a car accident. Let me look this shit up my damn self. Let's look this up together. Okay. And finds mermaid. Um, by CIA car accident. Let's see what pops up. Ah, shit. Oh no. Nope. Nope. I'll have to do it. I'll, I'll have to do I'll have to look for and finds mermaid. There's one on TikTok. Oh, no, that's whack. That's whack. No, there was a story of a guy that found a mermaid. He was visited by the CIA. And then after that, he got into a car wreck. Okay, I'm over this. I'll have to go. I'll have to look elsewhere. Never mind. Don't worry about that part. Okay, I'm gonna get out of here. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. Tomorrow morning, I'll come back and we're gonna do a breakdown of... The poem by John Milton, uh, Paradise Lost, one of the greatest stories, books, or poems ever written, ever. I, I read it in high school, and I read it again in college. Uh, it's a deep, deep, deep. It's like 10 books, but then it got extended to 12 books. But we're just going to cover 10 books, right? I'll just give you like a Cliff Notes version of it because it's a pretty lengthy read. But um, what about the guy who took a picture of a possible giant and mysteriously killed? Yeah, the that talking about Andrew Dawson. Yeah, we already covered that. So I gotta I, I gotta look that up. Yeah, the mermaid guy with the CIA and stuff like that. So I'm gonna get out of here. Thank everybody for hanging out. Erica, where you at? I need listen. If I need you to redo that, if you could for me, I will donate whatever you need. But uh, I would love to hear your take on the. Uh, the Bruce's Beach. If you're still listening, you know, I'll just hit you up right now. Why would I wait to find her? Oh, I found y'all listen. Oh no. I found that couple from last night. No, we sit everybody sit down. We ain't going nowhere. Everybody sit down. We ain't going nowhere. Sit down. I found her. I forgot that I was sub to her on IG called Short Queen Life. Short queen for life. Short queen for life. Why y'all? Why y'all do me like this? Why y'all let me find this? Everybody, sit your asses down. Sit down. Sit down. Now let me download this. So I can let y'all watch this nonsense. Sit down. When the universe, you know, when slides on point, the universe be like. The, the whole, what's the meme? Hold up, let him cook. <laughs> right? You see the, the, the memes? Everybody's like, he holding his man's back. Hold up, let him cook. Yeah. Hold up. Let me cook. Let me cook. I'm going to offend some people tonight. Not trying, but that's, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to offend a few of you guys. I found a short queen for life on IG. 
short queen for life on IG. Let me see what else. Let me see what else. I want to get to her story. I know she posted exactly what happened to her or what. Okay. Uh, she has cruising syndrome, cruise syndrome, cruise We're going to look that up. Don't worry. We're going to look it up. Everybody sit your asses down. Sit down. And let me send y'all this video of why certain bloodlines should not be allowed to exist. Sorry. Sorry. We live in a cold world. All right. Let me, <laughs> let me pull up this video. Let me pull up this video. Let me pull it up. I was trying to get out of here, but nope. I was trying to get out of here, but nope. Okay, found it. Here's, here's the video. Listen, once again, I'm one of those guys that believe that there should be, there should be, you know, limits to people being able to procreate. I'm sorry. Certain genetic defects, you should not be able to procreate. I'm sorry. I'm dead ass. I, that's how I feel. Because guess what? If I had some defective ass gene, I'm a, I refuse. Listen, I'm that guy. What? What lies? What? Let, wait, wait. Let me tell you something. Listen, I'm that guy. If I have a defective child, I'm not going to be there. <laughs> Where am I? That too, if I, if it's, if I can get away with it. But listen, if I have a rent down syndrome, whatever, if it, if there's anything physically, no, I'm not going to be there. Don't look for me. Look, 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 ladies, look, don't come talking about 10 years later. Sly, look, look, Dejan, <laughs> you grab the wheelchair, Dejan come pulling up like. Are, are you my did? Mommy says you're my did. Shut your defective ass up. I'm out. I'm out. I'm going to show it. <laughs> Rose goes like, show it. Rose goes ain't shit. Rose goes, you ain't shit. She's like, show it. <laughs> Listen. It doesn't matter if the, the, the defect came from me or the mother. If the kid comes out not up to snuff, if it doesn't pass the Sparta test, I'm out. Fine. Take me to child support. What the fuck ever. But guess what's not going to happen? Us in pictures. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're not, you're not going to see me in, in pictures. No, no, no. I'm, I'm a firm believer in genetic excellence. You know, if it's not excellence, just be at least be, you know, passing a regular guy. Listen, if God forbid, you come across me and we have a, a brief tryst somehow you I don't know how you end up and you the baby comes out hey ma'am I have good news bad news we ran the uh, the PBC test and there's genetic markers uh, for def possible defect and would you like to abort um, um no because it's life and God ma'am are you sure that this child will be affected for the rest of its life it will always need constant health care ma'am are you sure this is 
Oh, this is a really big step. I I know, but this God and this baby and you know I love all God's children. Okay, man, what about the father? I don't know. I don't talk to him. He doesn't answer my calls. I told him about the test, and he's like, he never responded. Nine months, eight months later, little Dijonay come out all just. No, Sly's not gonna be there. Fuck out of here. Yes, I am a eugenist. I'm a eugenist, yes. And you are too. Cut that bullshit out. You know, after, after you watch this video, you will be too. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. You don't believe in eugenics now? You don't believe in eugenics? You don't believe in eugenics? Should this child be allowed to live? Should this child be allowed to live? Why? Why would you do this? Why would you do this? Why would you do this? Why would you do this to a child? Why, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why? Why? Let me run it back. I got time. Sit your asses down. We're going to be here for a minute. Why would you do this? Why would you do this? Why? Ladies, give me one good goddamn reason you allow, you allow this to exist. Why? 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 You so you, you no, nobody wants to come over to the eugenic side of things. So you're not, you, you're not a eugenics. You're not a eugenicist now. You're not a eugenicist now, right? We're, go, we're all going to just act like we, we're not seeing what we're seeing right now. You want to you wanna babysit this thing? You want to pick this thing up and hold it and hug it and kiss it? Come on, don't play with me. Don't be. Don't play with me. You want to you wanna babysit this child? Do you want to babysit this child? Do you want to take this baby to the park? Do you want to take this baby shopping with you? Do you want to take this baby out in public with you? Yes or no? Don't play with me. Do you, t who's, who's lining up to babysit this child? Huh? Run it back again, Sly. Cause I, I got time. Run it back. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm like that. So you're not a eugenicist now? Huh? Huh? Flowers in the attic. Anybody? Ladies, ladies, <laughs> clap your hands. <laughs> oh, my ladies, clap your hands. Who, who, yeah? Yeah? You're looking forward to spring break with this kid, taking this kid to preschool, kindergarten? You're looking forward to taking this kid to middle school? Huh? First day of junior high, high school? Don't play with me. Do not play with me. You, you, <laughs> you yeah. Yeah, right? Fl yeah, flowers in the attic. <laughs> hey, remember Goonies? <laughs> she kept laughing in the basement. <laughs> what, where's the laugh? <laughs> Come on, let me run it back. Let me, run, let me run it back again. You're not a eugenicist now? 
Huh? I'm the bad guy for saying this child should not be existing. You, a lot of people will say, Sly, you dead ass wrong. You ain't, you ain't right for this. No, Sly is very right for this. This child should not be existing right now. No child deserves to live like this. I'm a baby proponent. Listen, I'm a super baby proponent, but guess what? I'm a super healthy baby proponent. I'm a super healthy baby proponent. Okay. I would not want this for my child. I would be that guy that would be like, you know what? You play just uh, I let go ahead and leave leave the baby here with me. I'll take care of it. Going out with your girlfriends. I'll watch I'll watch the baby. And guess what's gonna happen? Tonight, breaking news. Man arrested for <laughs> whatever. I, and they're gonna ask me what happened. I said, hey. I put this child out of his misery because this child did not deserve to live like this. This is selfish. This is selfish. Yeah. The hills have eyes in real time. Yeah. Let's not let's stop playing this game. Y'all. Huh? Come on over to the eugenic side of things. Okay. Now let's look up what Cruzone syndrome is. Now, the first problem is this child is here. The second and biggest and most glaring problem is the the mother was allowed to procreate with a degenerate. This woman should not have her bloodline should have ended with her. I'm sorry. You know, I, this is this is where Zod, the Zod in me comes out. You know, this is why I was rooting for Zod and not so much Kalel because Zod's like, look. You know, give me the codex so I can raise these super, these super Kryptonians and we can reestablish the dominance of Krypton, right? And put foot to ass through the galaxy. This is where the Zod in me comes out. I'm sorry, Kal-El was not worth an entire planet. I was with Zod, man. Give him that man a codex so he can do what he needs to do to further the race of his people. Omni-Man, the Viltrumites, the race of your people. Nothing's more important. Megatron. Right? Nothing's more important than the race of your people. Why are we acting like this? All right, let's look up Cruzone, uh, Cruzone syndrome. Let's look up Cruzone syndrome. I know some of y'all mad at me like, I can't watch slide. <laughs> I know some of y'all are like, this nigga. <laughs> Some of y'all like, I don't know about Sly. He doesn't let he he doesn't feel him hit his head. Let's look up Cruzone syndrome. Cruzone syndrome. Boy, 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 y'all gonna be mad at me, but y'all get over it. Like y'all get over it. This what we this what y'all talking about, huh? This what we own. This is what. So you don't believe in eugenics now? Y'all believe all children are a blessing? Uh, yeah, yeah. All you children are blessings, uh, goofballs. All you, ch all children are blessings. You're a goofball. No, all children are not blessings. You're a damn goofball. You're a damn goofball. Why would you do this to children? Why would you? Why? Why? Why would you do this to a child? Why? Why? 
Why would you do this? Why would you do this? Why would you do this? <laughs> Slides kids. Please give to Slides kids charities. All proceeds will go to the fundings of Slides eugenics, <laughs> eugenics program. Please have a heart. Help us win this battle. A, fr a next friend of mine, she has two autistic children. Her youngest doesn't talk. He just destroys <laughs> and he screams. He's seven. See? Now, you know what? So why y'all doing this? Why would you do this? Why? 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 All you, all children are blessing ass goofballs. Get your ass in here. I need, I need you. Why? But then you're, but you, you're going to say, <laughs> slide that's Prince and... <laughs> My Thai baby boy, Roger. <laughs> I'm not doing this with you, Rose. Now you're going to say, well, Sly, they can fix it. You know what? I'm cool. We got to go through all this to fix it. No. 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 Let's not. I'd rather we not. I'd rather we not. No. No, you still look jacked up even after the surgery. No, 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 no. I'd rather we not do this. I'd rather we not do this. Don't waste my time. Don't waste my time. One, one half decent surgery out of tens of thousands of these children. Don't waste my time. Why are you doing this to me? Huh? Huh? This is what the fuck y'all talking about, right? Really? Look at this shit. Yeah. Even my wife is like, oh shit. Yeah, exactly. She looks like a damn pug. This is what we're doing, huh? This is what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Your kids don't deserve this. Now, listen. Okay, still, man. That's one decent decent surgery out of tens of thousands. Let's get into what it, this thing actually is. All right? Listen, you fuck around and have a defective kid by me. Guess what's not, what's, what's not going to happen? I'm not going to be there. Okay? I'll be a deadbeat. I sure will. Proudly. I'll even buy me a, I'll make me a dead, I'm a deadbeat t-shirt. Huh? Proudly. You will not shame me. You can't blast me on social media. I'll be like, and? You see, you see how fucked up that kid is? And? What, what are we talking about? That little boy screamed at the top of her, his lungs at her wedding, just disrupted it, constantly threw his food. Good Lord. Major Mason looks like a fish. Uh, you know what? God damn. So let's do this. Let's get into what it. Jeez. Come on, man. That's what we doing right now. But I'm the bad guy. You know what? Is, it, is this a YouTube? Oh, shoot. Don't let it be a YouTube. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Are you happy with who you are? Yes. I am very happy. And so I am because what's most importantly is what you have on the inside, not on the outside. You can't be judged by that. Welcome to SB. Oh my gosh. Be wise. Thank you for the 5 on the super chat, bro. Appreciate it. This what we doing, huh? This what we doing? Okay, let's get back to her. 
for the first time, what do you want them to understand? That I may not look like other people, but I'm still, uh, I will still be a good friend, a good partner, and I said they will be kind of me. That camera's on. People uh, from around the world can see you. Uh-huh. What would you like to say to them? I would like to say to them that no matter, no matter how I look, no matter how I am, I'm a sweet, sensitive, kind-hearted pe person. So things that they would say to me, because of the way I look, which that's the most part of why people judge me, always, hey, girl, what happened to your face? Did you run, did you run or something? Let me just say this. Now, as cold and as callous as I may sound and come across tonight, I don't even know this person. I don't even know this kid, but I know that I would not want this kid to live this type of life. I'd rather you not be here than go through this. That's how much I care. Okay. That's how much I care. I care so much. I don't want you to be here going through this nonsense. I don't want any child to have to go through this. I am a baby child toddler proponent, but I refuse. No, if you give me the, the, the launch codes, you know, remember the, the philosophical debate that Kalel and, and Zod had Kalel asked Zod, well, who gets to choose? Well, it's just me. I'll do the dirty work. I'll make the tough decisions you're not willing to do. No, you can't have this child out here. No, no. No, no, no. What are we doing? Seriously, you wouldn't let a, you wouldn't let a dog go through this. See, this is what the fuck. That, now, 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 I'm getting to some real shit. You wouldn't let your dog or cat live like this. Now, would you? Exactly. You, we treat dogs better than each other. Would you let your pit bull? Rottweiler, Jack Russell Terrier, your French uh, Poodle, your American Staffordshire Terrier, your French Bulldog. Would you let your dogs go through this shit? Would you let your dogs live like this? Yes, I'm a very good evil man. I'm a fair evil man. You're not going to let your dogs suffer like this. First chance the vet says, we need to put him down. You're putting him down. You, you may let him go one or two, two, three more days to kind of get, say your final goodbyes, but you're not gonna let your dog suffer like this. Are you kidding me? What? And then you're like, man, all that medical bills. Oh, that's all this is gonna cost me. How much to keep it around? No, no. So you can make a financial decision, an emotional decision, to put your dogs down, to not live like this, but you can't transfer that same thought process to a child. So your dogs get more dignity than your children. You have more compassion and sympathy for a sick animal than you would your own child. Okay. <laughs> if it makes sense to you, then it makes sense. And I guess that's all that matters. You know what? And I...
Are you serious, dude? Get out of my way. Before I cry, but now I'll give it up. I don't care. How would you describe your relationship? Well, when I want to play with her and she's in a good mood, yes. But sometimes in the morning, I always wake her up and when I ask her to play, she's always like, ugh. But, it, but then she says yes. He wakes up at 7 I wait, and I wake up almost at 11. What would you like to say to those people who made those comments? I would say, listen, that's your opinion. That's the way I look. If you don't mind, I'm going to go through my way and you're going to your way. Thank you. Or I would say a little bit nicer because that's the first thing. Well, little girl, God bless you. Cause don't I, I hope in life you never come across my shit. Because <laughs> Sly going to tell you, you, you shouldn't be here. I would not want this for you or anybody's child. I'm sorry. I don't. Come on, man. You, oh, my God. I, I, I refuse to try to understand why parents subject their children to, to lifelong health ailments. Right. I'm not even getting to the social contract with the bullying. I'm not even I'm not even going to get into the bullying part and then the school. No, just a quality of light. Come on, man. This kid is forever screwed up. Oh my gosh, she turned her neck. Stop it! <laughs> Did you see the the inbred videos that of the family from, from Virginia? Oh Lord, no. But I, I guess we could. Um, I wonder if Unsong would let Queenie. Now listen, Auntie would never let Queenie suffer. Queenie would have a dignified passing. You understand? Queenie would have a a dignified passing. So you don't want your your animals and pets to suffer. Right. If you got a cat, you got a bird, you got a fish. The moment the vet says, yeah, it's it's they're going to have a, a pretty bad life. They're going to continue to suffer. Right. It, it, you, you make a decision right there. Okay, OK, do I have to put them down now? No, we'll, we'll give you 24 to 48 hours. You can take them home for, for the next two days and then bring them back and we'll, we'll put them down. OK, thank you. And those next 48 hours, you spend all your, your, your days and nights just rubbing it, petting it, crying over it, singing its songs and reading stories and shit, showing it old videos of itself when it was a puppy. And you bring it to the vet, the vet 48 hours later, they put the IV in the, in the damn paw and you're rubbing it as it all goes to sleep and then it stops breathing. You break down crying. You give, you give your pet more dignity than your damn, your damn human child. Your dog doesn't have to doesn't have to go to school and worry about being tortured and bullied and made fun of. Your dog's not gonna, gonna not gonna come home. What happened, Grover? They made fun of you. They called you names. They called you fish-eyed. Your dog's not gonna have these problems. You're not gonna have this conversation with your fucking dog, cat, fish, snake, spider. Okay. <laughs> Slinky the boa comes home. Happen, Slinky? Watch how the pet day at school. They made fun of you because you have deformed scales. <laughs> We're not having these conversations with our pets. What are we doing? <laughs> what, are, what are we doing? What are we doing? Why would you do this? <laughs> oh my god. My grandma used to just used to let her pets die and we would put them in a contractor bag and throw them out. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, my gosh. 
That's some that's some Chicago shit. <laughs> that's some Chicago. Sh- yeah, that's Chicago all day. Yes, deformed scales. If if Slinky the boa came home from from reptile school, talking about he was bullied and harassed and made fun of because he had deformed scales, we're not having this conversation. All right. It's a very cold word. Like, you know what? Let's continue. When I got over with it, please don't tell me that. You make me upset. If you want to. <laughs> My man, JJ Jermaine, thank you for the cash app, for the 10 on the cash app, bro. Appreciate it. Listen, you don't have to agree with me. I don't want you to agree with me. I'm not here to change anybody's religion, uh, opinion, position. These are my thoughts, my thoughts only. If we align, that's awesome. If we don't align, that's cool too. But these conversations right here, this, I'm sorry, I should not see children like this. I should not. I should not. No child should be made to suffer to this nth degree. No child. No child. Say it to your mind, please. That's a good way to say it. What's something you hope the world understands about your sister? I, I hope the world understands about my sister that she's just like every, and she's just like any other person. That- no, and you're going to give this boy PTSD from always fighting and protecting his sister. You got this, this boy going to grow up with a chip on his shoulder, PTSD. His, his social skills are going to be wrecked because he's always constantly, constantly fighting off bullies. And then what happens when she gets older and gets on social media? You can't defend her from that stuff. Listen, they make memes. And gifs out of you. Oh my gosh, they're getting so good with the stuff now. I mean, they put your head on somebody's on somebody's body. You, the way they blend it in, you couldn't, you damn it can't tell. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, come on, like you're t- Okay. Oh, a couple more minutes, I'm gonna wrap this up. That likes YouTube and everything's normal. What's the toughest thing about being in the fifth grade? Basically homework. What would you like to say to those mean teachers giving you all that homework? Hey! Well, that's, they're not just, they're not so mean, but, um. I was just joking. I'm sure they're great teachers. Oh, uh, yeah. And I bet you're an A student, aren't you? Yeah. I am an A to B student, but. Yeah, okay, you know what? Now I'm intrigued. So this is Special Books by Special Kids. This is a channel. And shout out to, uh, to, 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 to European Chad. You know, he has a, a different perspective in life you know than me because i listen leave it up to me this child will not be here this interview is not taking place let's see what other ailments these children have this is gonna be fun stop 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 okay let's see uh living with childhood dementia holy cow a teenager with half a brain like a hemispherectomy yikes a kid with a terminal disease and the parents will, okay, wow, this is, this, this is depressing. An autistic non-speaking teen. Yeah, y'all, y'all about to, y'all not gonna do this to me. A kid with, with teach, or Tracer Collins and his autistic, okay, you know what? This looks interesting. Hold up. The man with, in a man in the iron lung, a polio survivor story. Holy cow. Oh gosh. I was not ready for this. I'm not ready for this. A 
The kid denied life-saving treatment because he's incompatible with life. Why are we doing this? Disabled and homeless in the USA living on $800 a month with a painful skin condition. Why are we doing this? Surviving a bullet to the brain and waking up blind months later. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. Are you two ready for your big interview? Yeah. Yes. Wait, I need a minute. Okay, I'm ready. What's it like to be brother and sister? Uh, well, it's complicated sometimes, but we do have our moments, but we usually get through them together. It's pretty good to have him by my side. Liam, what do you think? Uh, what's it like to be brother and sister? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Stop this madness. This is beautiful. On that other side, stop, but stop, stop playing with me. If y'all, if y'all don't stop playing with me right now, <laughs> y'all better stop playing with me right now. If y'all don't stop playing with me right now, we're not going to do this. The interviewer is very patient and spotlight different ailments for education. Listen. I respect his work. I respect his work. He's doing God's work. But I serve a different God. Okay? He's doing God's work. I serve a different God. I would not. I refuse. I, I don't like watching Jerry's Kids commercials. I don't like seeing commercials with children with spina bifida. I don't like seeing none of that shit. Why would you allow these? Man, let's, let's get on. Let's get on. Good. When you meet somebody for the first time, what do you hope they say to you? Hi. My man can't even, come on, man. That means you have to be around him enough to understand what he's saying. Come on, let's not, why are we doing this? The average person is going to be like, what? What did you say? What is he saying? Is he talking smack about me? Say that again. Come on, you gotta be around this this little guy, twenty four seven to understand. You know when the mumbles kind of it's incoherent, but after a while you're like, oh yeah, he said this, this, this. I mean, stop, no, stop, 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 no, no, stop. I serve a different God. I'm sorry, we're I can't do this. I can't. I couldn't allow this. I couldn't allow this. But look, let's let the little man say say what he got to say. Yo, he can't even put he can't even enunciate the words. Oh my god, why would you do this to your child? He can't even he can't even use his lower jaw to enunciate words. What are we doing? Shout out to special books by special kids. Y'all doing a type of work I could never do. I couldn't be around all this, all this depression. This is depressing. Yeah, Nick, you're right. This is extremely depressing. He's speaking pig Latin. Okay. Oh, you know what? So, sir, time out. <laughs> sir, there's a corner for you with your name on it. There's a corner that says Jervis. That's your corner. We went to the games with people. They hope 
When he meets a new friend, he hopes they'll play Legos with him. He hopes they'll play all the games he loves. For people who are watching this, it's kind of hard to translate for William because he's his own person. I feel like he's talking over him sometimes. But in reality, I'm not trying to talk over him. It's just that he needs help. He really does. Because, not because he's helpless. Because he, sometimes I feel like he also wants to help. Because sometimes he'll look at me, as you can notice, during the interview. And he just wants me to say what he's saying to get the idea across. Because he knows I'm not a normal person, but he knows that I can talk normal. And so it's helpful to have a person who can talk like our people. So he can get his- Okay, so what's wrong with you, little girl? She's autistic. How? Oh. Uh, you know what? Okay, I can't- Okay, true story. I used to date a woman. I used to date a woman. She Her son was autistic. And autistic children, I can't put a blanket on all of them. But the majority of them know what they're doing, right? So I'm dating this woman. We've dating pretty tough, right? And he was around, let's say, five or six, five, six, seven. And he would spaz out on her, right? The mom, right? He would spaz out, fall out, do all this all weird type shit, right? And when I come around, I look at him like I look at him like I will punch you in the fucking chest if you do that dumb shit. And he would be cool, right? I would always get, be able to get him to act accordingly. Sit down, be quiet, don't move, don't don't, don't touch anything, right? But when she was in, when she would tell him what to do, he just disregarded her. But that little boy knew I was gonna put his ass through a fucking window if I would just look at him and he just know. Let me, this he ain't the one, you know. And then the one time he he would spaz out, he kind of grab him by the arm. And you give him a little squeeze and he's looking for help. Ain't no help coming. Right. You, you give him a little, you squeeze his arm and he like, oh, wait, where's mom? Ain't no, ain't your, your mama not here. She can't help you, bruh. And what you're going to do is, and, and then you kind of like, you put some leverage on it, right? You kind of lift him up this way with, by his arm so that his shoulders like, and he's like locked up and you just walk his little ass. That's what I would walk his little ass onto the couch, locked up. With his arm, sit your ass down and don't move. And I, I guarantee you, by the time my, her mother come, his mom came home, he was on that couch. And she'd be like, dang, what you, uh, did you threaten to kill my son? No, but he knows we ain't going to be playing that hooping and hollering, falling out shit. And then the funny part was, because we would have these conversations, I'd be like, look, you, you got to stop, got to stop calling him. You got to stop being the babying him you know eventually over time she got a little bit more aggressive with him a little bit more stern with him and the last time i talked to her he was pretty much doing all right because he's in a you know a different environment for school for kids like him but that little boy like i was like I, I refuse to let your child cause me any grief you got one of these rambunctious ass kids these little autistic kids listen i will i will put foot to your asses i will do what you won't do I will fuck your kid up. Your kid will have an understanding of what to do and what not to do. He may do that shit with you. He damn sure ain't gonna do that shit with me. I will knock your kid the fuck out. I will cave his chest in. Cause he gonna learn. There's consequences for your actions. Early. Early. But let's continue with this. His point across. I just wanted to say that before we start. It's just, it's hard not to think about our people sometimes, even though 
with my autism and all, it is hard to think about other people. Sometimes just like kind of get out, get out of my own head. But when it comes to people's feelings, I do think about them a lot, including my brother. It's just, it's so hard not to notice how he needs help sometimes when you can't understand what he's saying. When you can't understand what he's saying, but you can really tell he's trying to tell you something. What is it like to have autism? That's a complicated question, but I can't answer it. It's like sort of having a completely different brain. It's like having two separate brains, one sort of normal like everybody else, but the other part, very, very weird and complicated, like nobody else. I can't act like a normal person in some ways. This is a very intelligent child. This, this little girl is very highly intelligent. The way she communicates, her thoughts, extremely intelligent. Okay, you get to live, but, you, but homeboy? Nah, Nah. no, if I had my way. We wouldn't, we're not going to do, we're not going to do this, but let's continue. But for the most part, I am completely different. Tell me about your mom. My mom is what? Thank you. Now, do you think this child will ever get to the point where he will be self-sufficient? Okay. This child will never get to a point where he will be self-sufficient job home apartment pay his own bills this kid's going to be in a, a what is a convalescent home or a halfway like a halfway house for the retarded people come what, what is it called y'all what is it called and they live in the, the house with the people and they had the person come over one and just watch them <laughs> what is that called <laughs> what is, what is that called when <laughs> you know it's like the mental health, like they all live in a house together and there's like a house mother that kind of just like, hey, make sure everybody's okay. They're like semi self-sufficient, but they all have to go out in a bus together for group outings. You know, so they all go to the movies together. They go cast their checks together. That it's, it's a group home. Is that what it is? Because when you say group home, I think in group home for bad kids. You know what I'm saying? So I, I didn't know it's called a group home. This thing's the animal house. Yeah, oh, listen, let me tell you, <laughs> true story. This mofo, right, when she used to work at a, is that what they call it, a group home, though? Okay, she used to work at a group home for adults. This was many, many moons ago, and I would come over. To, oh, oh, one, okay, this is before I got locked up. She, she worked in this house. I would come over at night, and <laughs> we, he would have sex, right? <laughs> this dude, what's his name? Randy. Bob came out the room. <laughs> and this, this crazy lady, like. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets off the couch and like, Bob, go back to your room. <laughs> we would just like either be right in the middle of sex or just getting finished. And she would like, and he would come out of the room <laughs> and she'd be like, Bob, go back to your room. <laughs> she would tell him to go back to his room. <laughs> true story. True, true story. Oh my gosh. Yeah, true, true story. Yeah. <laughs> true, true story. 
Oh my God. Ah. True story. True story. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I ain't squat. I know I'm sly, bad, bad, sly. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Let me, uh, <laughs> yeah, so this little dude here will never see. Maji says, I'm an ADL counselor at a group uh, in special education paraprofessional at a middle school. And it's a different world. Hey, yo, that'd be happening. <laughs> they be barking. <laughs> so y'all understand you guys are on the front lines. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They are very sexual when... <laughs> When I was teaching uh, two kids with Down syndrome were having sex and a girl had a seizure and her vagina locked to a speed. Oh, what the f- This young man will never get to a point where he will never not need help. Okay. They were in the bathroom. What the hell? Good Lord. Let's, let's do another, another minute of this. What was it like to adopt these two? Um, it was, it was definitely something that we had in our hearts for a while. What is your relationship like with your mom? Good. Very, 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 very exchange good. Exchange good? Is that what you said? Okay. And we are firm believers in adopting children with disabilities and, and various needs. Listen, God bless them, but the checks they getting ain't worth it to me. And I'm sure they get big, stupid checks. I'm sure they get big, stupid, fresh checks. Okay, I'm sure they get big, stupid PPP type checks. But guess what? To me, that ain't, it ain't worth it, man. I, I couldn't do it. I'm sure they get some big, stupid government checks. Some big old Halliburton Black Rock checks. Okay, I'm sure they, they get some big-ass Interscope, Universal Music Group checks, big dumb checks, okay, right? <laughs> because they are typically the ones that end up being in homes, uh, and by homes I mean facilities for a long period of time without families, and they deserve families just like everybody else. We like doing things together. It makes everything better. Why? Because we can take each other's backs, I can translate for him, and if he does it alone, it's very hard because he basically can't translate. Sometimes when they're in the background, but it's much better and much less confusing if we do it together. And sometimes I get way too stressed a little bit while I'm doing it alone, and so having him there is very good too. It makes me more proud to do better. How does he comfort you? He comforts me just by being him. He's got a very unique, helpful, loving personality, and it's very amazing to see how he interacts with our people. He's got his own unique way of interacting with people. Okay. This is beautiful. But yet and still, you know, Sly Zod had to make this the hard decision. You know, this is beautiful. This is a beautiful situation. I'm glad she and him found a family that's willing to take them in and love on them the way they deserve to be. But I'm not going. I'm not going. Let's pick out some more depressing ass child afflicted bad disability <laughs> um, children. Let's see. Sp spinal muscular atrophy. Jeez. Hmm. Mm. A kid with declining health because insurance denied his meds. 
a man who communicates by blinking. Okay, you know what? Let's go watch them. He's my little them. brother. <laughs> what the? He's my little brother. I've been Stop. 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 You know what? I'm I'm too traumatized to have sex tonight. Can we can we take a rain check tomorrow, please? I can't. Come on, B. I cannot function after watching this shit. I'm fucked up. <sighs> B, this is you don't understand. I need to decompress from this. All right. Well, I'm just gonna lay there then. You're gonna do all the work. I'm just gonna lay there and and I will just lay there. Shit. Okay. Fine. I've been taking care of Thomas since I was 19. Thomas was 13 when my mom passed away, and I'm 44 now. He's 36, so we've been together since then, and we got infinity. What'd you say, man? I ain't. I wasn't expecting all this though. It's not. And shit. And this is not cool. Anthony G, thank you for the 10 on super chat, bro. I appreciate that. Y'all see my problems? I got real life problems. Yeah. <laughs> After me <laughs> subjecting myself to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all see what I go through, but let's 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 go. Why, why, why? Um, Thomas. I have yes. to say, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas, I'm really excited to be here with you. Yay. We're gonna have a great time together. <laughs> I can already tell you're a super cool dude and we're going to get along. Absolutely. If somebody wants to be Thomas's friend, what should they do? This man can't even communicate, y'all. What do you tell? Oh, my God. Oh. This man can't even communicate. What are we doing? This man can't even communicate. Do you understand? Oh, nice. Yeah, why did they zoom in? Hey, man, come on, man. You do. Just speak to him. Just say, hey, Thomas. That's it. He'll just see. <laughs> just like, hey, Thomas, how you doing? He'll, he'll, he'll smile at anybody. I he's like a baby. He's like a, he's a baby. You know, when you call a baby's name, they look at, they turn their head to look at you and smile. That's all they can do. That's, he's a baby. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, Lord. Why, why, why? 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 Is the money that good? Do I need to look and taking in one of these jacked up ass kids? Is the money that good? Because you're going to get the bare minimum out of me. I'm telling you right now, but like, hey, all that, turn our machines off. I'm, I'm trying to get some sleep. I'm trying to hear all that 
beeping and clicking. What you needed to breathe. Hold your breath. Practice holding your breath. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. You this man come on all our okay all i just meant if you don't have a wrench relax because this is the backup channel everybody relax it's the backup but channel immediately he'll just even if you don't say anything he'll look just to get you to smile at him <laughs> thomas we might be participating in some friendly banter because i see you're wearing a panthers jersey oh. <laughs> my friend i'm an eagles fan oh thomas that's the problem you see Man, what, what, what are you? Oh my fuck, God! The fuck we on? This, this what we doing, huh? This what we doing? <clears throat> I'm, I'm more upset because this is a black man. <clears throat> I'm more upset. This is a black man, right? And his, yo, come on. How do you? How would he communicate? <laughs> if he, if he woke up one day and said, "Yo, kill me," he couldn't even tell her that. You understand? If this man said, you know what? I don't want to be here. He can't even communicate that shit. You understand? If this man said, you know what? I'm out. I'm cool. He couldn't even tell her that. About football? <laughs> yes. You see? Does he love a little trash talk? He does. He does. Well, Thomas, I, I, I hate to say it, Thomas. Oh, Thomas. But the Panthers, <laughs> they stink. <laughs> Garbage. The machine. <laughs> the machine went up to like 147. What's that mean? Man, Rain if you don't get me the fuck out of here. Calm down. He, it's, listen, it's trash talk. It's football talk. All right. I'll take one last look. Make sure we're both on the... Cool. I think mm. we're good to go, Thomas. <laughs> Hell no. Hey, Thomas. I'm really excited we get to meet today. I'm having a great time with you. And this might Man, surprise hell you. Hell no. But after I heard you were a Panthers fan... I put on this blue shirt for you. This is just for you, man. <laughs> I, I never wear blue in any other occasion. Just for your interview. <laughs> Hell no. Love it, love it. I'm having a great time, though. In all seriousness, I'm having a great time with you and your sister. It's been really awesome to see the loving bond you two have. I think the world could use more of that. Our mother, um, Arnetta, um, that's my mother there. So my mother uh, died of brain cancer at 38. She was actually diagnosed um, in 98. She was in her late 20s. How old were you and Thomas when your mother passed away? I was 19 and Thomas was 13 when our mom passed away. Did you become his caregiver after that? It, I, it was actually during. Um, with her brain cancer, she was unable to do a lot of things. So once she went into the hospital, I immediately took over. Uh, so you sacrificed. I feel bad for her too. Because this woman ain't going to have time to date. She, you know, she's not going to have a family of her own. Always taking care of her, her sibling. And, and you know, come on, man. Like, this is tragic all the way around. Everybody's being afflicted by this. Everybody's being afflicted by this. You know? I'm sure she's a nice woman. But she ain't got time to... Ah, man. Yeah, pull the plug on this dude, man. Come on. How do you con how do you con <laughs> convey? Hey, please kill me. He can't. He's a baby. No, you don't understand. Like, you know, when a newborn, they 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 recognize your name and face. They turn their heads to you and smile. At, that's what he. That's all he can do. 
He's 38. He can't even, all he can do is smile. So how do you tell a motherfucker that you can't talk? Please take me out of here. I don't want to be here. Like, how do you communicate that? You can't write. You can't hold anything. You know, he's like, Um, but my mom, she just wouldn't go to the hospital. She was more concerned about who was going to take care of him if something happened to her. So I just had to reassure my mom that I'm going to take care of my brother. Don't worry about him. We need you to take care of yourself so you can take care of us. And that that's that's where we are. Um, I've had my brother ever since. How many years has it been? It'll be 28 years next month. How have you kept that smile on Thomas's face through all these years? Good care. Love. It, it takes a lot of love, a lot of love, which I don't mind sharing because he reciprocated. I mean, it, it goes both ways. Um, Sis, I don't, e- I don't even think a computer. He can't talk. I know, I know everybody's like, well, Stephen Hawkins, man, listen, Stephen Hawkins is a different Stephen Hawkins. But Stephen Hawkins condition deteriorated to that point. Now, the, the, the rumor is he was hit. They gave him some because he was talking too much. Okay. He was talking that quantum shit way back when. They was like, hey, we're not ready for that. So the story goes, they hit him with some, and that would cause his condition. But either, either way, this man cannot communicate at all. I'm sorry. Smiling and blinking is not the way. If this man woke up and said, I'm good, sis. Go live your life. Please take me out of this one. He can't even communicate that shit. Okay. Yeah. If something happens to her, then what? Yeah. Oh my God. Take your maze. Oh baby. You. I hate you right now, bro. Why? Why bro? Why? Why? He, when I have bad days, I'll come in here and lay in the bed beside him and just tell him about my day and he'll kind of rub me or hug me and smile and then I'm good again. So, that just, it just goes away. He's, Sis, uh, come Thomas on. Thomas is the strongest person I know. And that, <sighs> outside my mother, he's definitely the strongest person that I know. And that's the honest to God truth. With losing both of my parents back to back, it, he definitely kept me ground. Is it okay if I ask you some questions? Is that a yes? <laughs> so is it really multiple blinks is yes and just one blink is no? Yes, because they'll do it just to make sure you understand. You signed it just to make sure you understand. Wow. Thank you for telling me I can ask you questions. Do you enjoy meeting somebody new? <laughs> you feeling good? Would you mind demonstrating the blinks and how you communicate? Okay, so Thomas, do you like the Panthers? There you go. Well, he's not doing up. Well, he's just too much, too happy to do the blanks right now. Man, come Sometimes on, man. Sometimes the smile communicates everything. Yes, anything panther related. How do you feel? You okay? You good? Oh my God! No, you, you don't mean this, bro. Yes. You good? If he, if he doesn't feel good, how does he communicate that? When he doesn't feel good, he won't smile. He'll um, it's a it's a different kind of. What's your don't feel good face? <laughs> so the don't feel good face is like he's he won't when I, if I come in the room and he doesn't smile. I immediately, I'm trying to figure out what's wrong, what's going on. Um, so usually if he's not smiling, I know something's wrong. If I come in the room, he's not smiling. I'm, I'm figuring out. I don't care what I got going on. I drop literally everything and I'm trying to figure out. Because usually if I walk in the room, he smiles immediately. But if that doesn't happen, that means something's wrong. So I'll say, Thomas, do your head hurt? Do your stomach hurt? Do your chest hurt? And then he'll see the no. Um, he'll blink no or yes. What was the no? He just said no? Yes. No, yeah, he said no. I'm sorry. <laughs> so do your tummy hurt? 
Do your chest hurt? Do your head hurt? Do you feel good? You feel good? You do? Is anything bothering you? I don't. Sis, no? okay, kill me. Sure. All right, Thomas, I have some questions for you. Oh, my God. Oh. Yes. <laughs> it's your turn. He's asking all the questions. It's your turn now. Yeah, it's your turn now. Are you ready for some questions? <laughs> you are so silly. My first question for you, Thomas. Do you love your sister? <laughs> Two blinks of yes? Yes. <laughs> I love it. Does your sister ever make you mad? No. <laughs> I make you mad? I don't know. Dude. I probably do aggravate you sometimes. I could be a big sister aggravator sometimes. What? Don't be giving me the side look. I saw the side look. They all saw the side look. It got caught on camera. You know that, right? Give me the side look. Even when she makes you mad, do you still love her? Oh, <laughs> uh, you got two blinks there, my friend. I can't do this. You are doing I can't. So well. oh. I'm so proud of you, bro. Be. You know what? I'm not gonna be able to get up tonight. So I do whatever. I'll just be laying there, and you do what you do. I'm just gonna be. I'm traumatized, man. I I'm all fucked up right now. Oh my god! Not ready for this. What is this? What is this? Kid denied life saving treatment because he's incompatible with life. What? The Tell what does me that about even when Kanias was oh first born. Gosh. Oh wow! So when Kanias was first born, um. Kids like Kenia's, they don't get any care. Um, locally here, where we're at in Florida, they, Tampa, he doesn't get any care for kids like Kenia's. So Kenia's is a kid that is basically sent home to pass away. And uh, norm typically after four days, they'll tell you, you know, take him home and he'll pass. They don't intervene, they don't give him any care. They don't give him, you have to even fight to get a feeding tube, to be honest here in this state. What exactly did they tell you? They told us that, uh, that Kenia's wouldn't only live to be zero to four months and that, um, Typically, they don't do any care for him. They just do comfort care. And that uh, the best thing for Kenia's would be to take him home, allow him to dehydrate, and die after four days. How old is he now? He's six years old. Hey, Kenia's. My name is Chris, and I came here to meet you, to be your friend. His favorite game to play is ball. He loves to play ball. How does he play ball? He throws it. <laughs> he throws it, and we chase it and give it back to him. <laughs> and that's his favorite game, to play ball. Yeah, we're going to play. Mm-hmm. You want to play ball? Yeah. I heard the balls are one of your favorite things. You oh, like hell balls. no. No. I love throwing no. balls, too. Throwing balls no. is one of the best time anyone can have. Woohoo! You want to throw this no. ball? No. Okay. Throw yeah. Yeah. White man, you got the patience of a saint, brother. I I, I, I can't. He really loves his job doing this. I couldn't. Man, okay. When he was first born, you were advocating for the medical care and just didn't get it? Well, in the beginning, I wasn't quite sure what to do. And um, again, learning from nurses and learning, hospice came in and of course their job is to keep him comfortable, but they're the one kind of encouraged me in the beginning because they felt he could be the one that lives. Tell me about your relationship with Kenius. Oh, he's my buddy. He challenges me and <laughs> I try to challenge him. How long have you been his nurse? Uh, how old was he, five weeks old? He's an itty bitty, itty bitty, itty bitty baby. And they actually came into the home and they began to actually advocate for him to live. They brung in their own doctors and they began to kind of encourage me to fight. It was hard because as a nurse, you want people to live. I have done hospice, but I still try to give them the best life. You mentioned how when Kanias was first born, the hospitals didn't want to help him. Has that been the case as he's gotten older as well? Actually, no. So what happened was um, 
we advocated Kenia's care to a level that the, they could not manage in Florida, and we advocated him to Omaha, Nebraska, and he had a heart surgery there. And once they saw that everything that they said that could not happen happened in Omaha, that he survived a major surgery, now when we bring him back to Florida, Tampa, it's what can we do to help him? Because now they see that he can live and he can make it. And the term that they use was incompatible to life. And now when they see Kenny is, they think that he is compatible to life. What's it like for you to see that shift happen? Amazing, because there's so many kids that it doesn't happen for. So it's amazing to see it happen. And I feel like it's Kenny's purpose to be a forerunner for kids like him to get care. His heart condition has done um, a lot of damage in the three years that he didn't have it repaired. And I think, I definitely believe that if he had had it within that first year of life, like other genetic uh, disorders, he wouldn't have been tricked and he wouldn't have been on oxygen because he wasn't on oxygen. I really think that Kenia's could have had a, have a more successful life and a better quality of life if he was given care in the beginning. I don't think he would be tricked. I don't think that he would have uh, oxygen. So I think it impacted him like because he was not given care, intervening in the beginning. But if Kenia's had been given the care, then I think he would have a better quality of life. Thanks for giving me a high five. I'm having a great time playing ball with you. Do you want to take a break from ball? Or do you, do you want me to go grab the balls? Well, I see that you're looking for them. No. That communicates to me that you want to play some more ball. So thank you for letting me know you want to play more ball. Right. I'll go fuck gather all of them. G. And we can throw them again. Fuck out of here. Because there's nothing funner than playing ball with a new friend. And you're great at communicating to me. That's what you would like. It's time for ball. Oh my god. Hey, um Yeah. I'm gonna wrap this up. I need a detox. I need a detox. Couple days. I I don't I don't know. Why 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 are we doing children like this? Why how long have I been on for? One fifty seven. Okay, let me get to the two hour mark. Let me get give me two more minutes of this nonsense. Here you go. You're a little tangled up there. Let me help you out. There you Get go. Up. Nice throw. Good throw. Tremendous throw. Glorious. Man, my man's not even. Mm-mm. Okay, where am I at? One, one, one fifty-eight. Yeah, okay, a minute and a half. Throw. Fantastic. Phenomenal. Tremendous. What is Kenyus's diagnosis? It's trisomy eighteen, um, also known as Edwards syndrome. It's very rare, they say, um, but more I have found out that there are lots and lots of kids in the world that has what Kenyus has. They just don't make it. Do you think that's because they don't get the proper care? Yes, I think that most kids at birth only get comfort care. They may get a little oxygen, a little chest compression, and that's it. They don't get surgeries or care. And I think now that the more we advocate as parents and open the door for us to advocate, then more places and more cities and more hospitals will begin to take care of them. So I, I just believe that that's Kenny's purpose. Part of his purpose is to help get kids care like Kenny is. As a medical professional, you could probably speak to this better than I could. What is the like line in the sand where doctors decide if they treat somebody or not? 
<laughs> That's why I don't want to be a doctor. I would never want to have to make that decision. It's a horrible decision. They had the resources to do it. They had the resources to say, hey, let's give them a try. They just are following some protocol, which was um, ancient. So it's not really the individual's choice. It's kind of a protocol that's written in the medical code? Yeah, that a trisomy 18 is not compatible to life. And those books that they go by, uh, rules that they go by. So the doctors agree with me. So even the doctors know this is not worth it. Okay. So even the doctors are like, y'all bugging. He don't, he, he shouldn't be here. He shouldn't be here. Trisomy 18, a chromosomal condition associated with abnormalities in many parts of the body. Individuals with trisomy 18 often have slow growth before birth and low birth weight. Affected individuals may have, have heart defects and abnormalities of other organs that develop before birth. Uh, other features include small abnormally shaped head, small jaw, mouth, clenched fist with overlapping fingers. Due to the presence of severe life-threatening medical problems, many individuals with trisomy 18 die before birth or within their first month. 5 to 10% of children with this condition live past their first year. And these children often have severe intellectual disability. What, the, what are we doing? Occurs in 1 in 5,000 live-born infants. is more common in pregnancy. But many affected fetuses do not survive to term. Causes. Most causes from having three copies of chromosome 18 in each cell in the body instead of the usual two copies. The extra genetic material disrupts the normal course of development, causing the characteristics features of trisomy 18. Approximately 5% of people with trisomy 18 have an extra copy of chromosome 18 and, and only some of the body cells. Man, come on, man. What are we? Don't, no, don't do this. Don't do this. And what are we, what are we, what? Really? This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. So this is what we're doing. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. You know what? All right. Look, one more, one more vid and I'm out of here. I'm going to go, I'm going to go in here and have myself a good cry to sleep. <laughs> I am still a G. I can G's cry. <laughs> My wife is really trying to clown me right now. Okay, let's Mason. It's so nice to meet you today. I'm sorry. You haven't been feeling well since insurance denied your meds. Mason, do you just want to feel better? I want people watching this to really understand what's happening with insurance and Mason. Can you describe it from your perspective? Can I describe it? <laughs> yeah, um, it's terrible. So don't curse. <laughs> I will not curse. <laughs> Try not to. I can do the little beeps if you do. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Work. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> so Mason has a lot of complications from his transplant. He has graft versus host disease, which plays a role in all of his organs. So he has high blood pressure as a result of that. So he's been on the same blood pressure regimen for eight years. Okay. 
doing great. Blood pressures have been great. We don't wouldn't actually normally check them because they were so good. We just check them when we went to the doctor. And he was doing well. He didn't. Have he to was go to doing really well. We'd actually gone about nine months with no doctor appointments. Yeah. So which, which was, was the first time <laughs> ever for him. Yeah. Um, and then in January, they decided they were no longer going to cover one of his blood pressure medications. Um, so I immediately start working with our doctors in Cincinnati, which are the prescribing doctors, and they're working. They Everything kept getting denied. We sent appeals, prior authorizations, all the things that you're supposed to send. They still kept saying no, but they didn't have an alternative therapy. This past setback has kind of hit the reset button. So now he pretty much uh, stays on the couch and plays here. He went about two weeks without his medication before we saw any big issues. And they thought maybe since he'd been on it so long that he might do okay just off of it, which is why we were monitoring. And then one day he took a turn for the worse and we had to go to the local emergency room. That's when he was sleeping all day long. He, he could, he would be talking and just fall asleep. So we knew some, something was wrong. So his energy decreased right after insurance stopped covering a medicine? Uh, yeah, well, it was harder for him to breathe, harder for him to get around. So he just stopped doing it. Couldn't stay awake. He, he would be talking to you and then just fall asleep. That's those, those CO2 levels being off. What is it like to witness that as the father? Very frustrating. Uh, it's tough. You try to stay positive, um, try to stay busy, try to make sure that he has stuff that he needs to uh, keep him distracted. Who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Raph and Mikey. Who'd you dress up like for Halloween? Raph. That's probably one of the biggest problems right now is his, is his lungs. Um, because you do like to get up and play. You just you just don't have uh, the energy anymore. Is that right? My man is losing his hair. Look at the dad. Dad just is like, I will not be that this dad. No, no, I will not be this dad. Sorry, sorry. Come see me in the afterlife. And we'll, we'll talk about it then. We'll have it out then. But no, I'm not going to be this dad here. This man looks defeated his damn self. Let him, he let himself go clearly. He's got not in the best shape. Bro, I, I, no, I ain't going to be that dad. Listen, I refuse. Come, come see me in the afterlife. We'll talk about it. Want to scrap it out, whatever. Hug it out, whatever. He was asking to be carried everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah and not, not a lot of energy to do very many things uh he used to i used to chase him around the house and that's no mason have you been extra tired the past few months what's it like to be extra tired bruh are you you think does mason look like he want to be bothered with this like mason is like i'm ready i'm ready to go like i want i don't does mason look like he want to be here do you like it or dislike it thumbs down or up down do you want your energy back and i think the most maddening thing is that mason's just an 11 year old who wants to play with his toys and have a good time and he's struggling to get the meds he needs that will allow him to do that when you know they work yeah yeah like we said he was he didn't go to Plymouth for nine months uh he was doing great and then denied this one medication and now we're they i mean they just came back from staying in cincinnati for pretty much a month yeah at the Ronald McDonald house? Yeah. He had to get his BiPAP all set up because his CO2 levels were down. Uh, and 
something needed to change. So the well, and he had to restart bypass. steroids, which he'd yep. been off for a lot of years, and, uh, and it caused him. Now he has um, he's diabetic and has glaucoma has from ste steroids. Steroid-induced diabetes. And all of these things are they happened they after happened after the blood pressure medication. If you have a healthy family, uh, you don't really think about you know uh, healthcare that much. Because I, I mean, I know I came from a family that we were hardly ever in the hospital, except for maybe. Uh, physicals for sports or something. Uh, I didn't think about healthcare until I had a kid that has, you know, medical problems. Now, two, you know, both kids have medical problems. Um, so I'm sure that just the general community doesn't know how important it is to kids like Mason. What is the most important thing for the world to understand about your family? That we're just like everybody else with uh, extra equipment. If you had one wish, you could wish for anything in the whole entire world, what would you wish for? A unicorn? What would you do with a unicorn? Okay, what's wrong with her? Okay, see, 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 this is what I'm saying is genetic shit be, come on, what's wrong with the girl? And the normal child don't sound like this? Come on, man. Man, y'all better stop playing with me, man. I had one wish. Anything in the world, what would you wish for? Say that one more time, Mason? Pizza? What is Mason's diagnosis? A uh, ligase 4 deficiency. What is that? Um, it is a primordial dwarfism uh, with an immune deficiency that requires a bone marrow transplant. How prevalent is it? Um, there are 30 known cases. Are there wow. any other sets of siblings with this diagnosis? None that we know of, no. We had a genetic specialist that thought he knew what was going on. We knew we wanted to have another, another kid, so he said one in a million chance that, that something like this will happen. Well, uh, when he got the proper diagnosis, it turned out to be one in four. Does it impact Mason Holy and Lizzie shit. differently? Yes. How so? Um, Lizzie was very sick before she had her bone marrow transplant, and Mason has a lot of complications from the transplant. So. When did they have the bone marrow transplant? Um, Mason's was 10 years ago, and Lizzie's was 11. How old are Mason and Lizzie? Mason is 11, and Lizzie is 13. What's it like to be the younger brother? Oh, like to be the younger brother. Man, listen, man, Mason, like, out of here, man. What are you talking about, bruh? Ugh. Okay, one more, and we're out of here for real. No, for real, for real. Here we, here we go with the bullshit. I'm gone. What's the most important thing for I'm others gone, to know about That she's loved. You know, that, to me, that is the most, the most important. Why is it important for people to know that Katie's loved? Sometimes I get these really nasty comments, you know, like I should have aborted her or I should have hung myself. I've gotten some really nasty ones. So, you know, and through it all, the only thing that I've ever wanted anyone to know is this child is loved just as much as any other rest of my kids. When somebody watches this interview and meets Katie for the first time, what do you hope they think? That they like it. Not really every day, but see someone now. That's very lovable. What's something people don't understand about Katie that you wish they did? Um, that she has feelings. That she understands when someone's being rude. And just because she might not look the way some people think she should look or um, doesn't mean that she doesn't know what's going on around her. How old are you? <laughs> Ten. How old is Katie? What? So she's your older sister. 
much silly. You sound silly. Does she laugh a lot? She does. She's a happy kid. And that's, you know, she's through it, through it all. She's really, you know, she's really happy. <laughs> when Katie makes noises like this, what emotion is she feeling? Hmm? When Katie makes noises like this, what emotion is she feeling? Happy. How do you know that those are happy noises? She makes them a lot. Come on, man. What? How do you feel when you see your sister happy? Good. Does Katie enjoy making oh new friends? Oh, my God. She does. I, I, really, I really believe she does. She's an outgoing person. Hey, Katie. I'm really excited to be here with you today. Bro, I can't I can take no more of this list. No, I'm going to look up one more thing. And we're going to get shut, shut your ass. <laughs> I want to look up Cruzone syndrome. Man, fuck. Y'all, come on. This is not the wave. This is not the wave. Shh, woman, me and the people, we are going through this together. Daydream. <laughs> Jay Jermaine wildin', bro. Jay Jermaine in the chat wildin'. Ah, <laughs> oh, this last one, and we and we and we gotta we gotta spiritually detox after this last one. If you could say something to the whole world, what would you say? I would say just be a nice, normal kid. Don't be a mean person who makes fun of people by how they look. Are you ready for the big interview? Yeah. My camera is on right there, and we can see ourselves. What do you think when you see your wonderful self? I think I am just a normal kid who is nice, friendly, kind, and yeah. What's your favorite thing about yourself? Uh, that I'm just a normal kid. I, Haitian, Haitian Fab, thank you for the super chat, bro. Um, Are you proud to be who you are? Mm-hmm. Why? Because I help people, and I'm a nice girl, and I help people. If somebody meets you for the first time, and they want to be friends with you, which of course they will, what should they say to you? Um, hey, do you want to be friends or something like that? Is that easy? Mm-hmm. Will you be friends with anybody who's kind? Yeah. How can you tell if somebody's kind, though? Uh, I would, they would say nice things to me. What's the most unique thing about you? Um, I have Cruzon syndrome. It's basically a syndrome where your bones, the bones in your head grow differently. Are you happy that your mom has taught you about the syndrome you have? Yeah. Why? Because it just makes me feel like happier that my mom tells me about this stuff. Cause I want to know. Do you hope other kids ask you questions about Cruzon syndrome, or would you rather have them not ask questions? I rather them ask me questions because then they're, they want to know what it feels like to have that. What kind of questions do you hope they ask? It's okay that you're different. We just want to know why you have that kind of thing. Okay. How do you feel when your mom says that she's proud of you? I feel happy. Okay, I, if the mom needs help. If her mom needs help, 
I will help her. If mom needs help, I, I will help her. <laughs> I just said, if the mom needs help, I would help her. That's all. I wasn't even implying anything. She called me a whore. No, she called me a hoe. It's even worse than a whore. Jeez, man. She just called me a hoe. Like, whatever. I'm rubber, you're glue. Exactly. Let's let's see what mom has to say. <laughs> let's see what, what mom has to say. Why is it important to let your daughter know that you're proud of her? Because I am continually amazed by her. Um, everything since she's been a little kid. Um, actually, since she was born, she just keeps on just making me so proud. I'm probably going to cry, but um, I, I think Brooklyn has just a light within her, and I, I'm so happy that she's my kid. Of all the things in the world, it could be anything, what makes you smile the most? Uh, getting to see my friends after summer break if we didn't see each other a lot. I agree with you. I'm an old man now, but I remember back when I was in school, that first day when you got to see all your friends. What's the first thing you're going to talk to your friends about when you see them again after the summer that we're in now? Um, I'm going to talk to them about, hey, what did you do this summer? And stuff. That's really cool. Are you going to tell your friends about your summer? Yeah. What are you most excited to tell them about? Uh, about right now, what I'm doing right now. This interview? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does your mom make you laugh? Yeah. Tell me about her. Um, she's nice. She's funny. She's kind. I tried to like um, prepare, you know, the kids in her school. Um, I wrote a letter um, to the families, like when she was entering in preschool and then kindergarten, as if it was like from Brooklyn, from a child's point of view, like kind of saying, "Hey, I'm going to be in your class. Um, you know, dance. something cool about me. You know, I've had right. over 20 surgeries, that kind of thing." Um, to like you know, prepare them so that if there were any questions, you know, hopefully their parents would say, hey, you're going to have a little girl in your class and you might think she looks a little bit different, but she's just like you. Not everybody is the same. Yo, okay. We we, we would all contribute to help the mom. We would all pitch in to help the mom. <laughs> um, I wonder where's, where's the father? Hmm? I wonder where's the father? Just asking questions. I was just asking, asking questions. Okay. Um, the father did a slide. You better believe it. <laughs> better believe it. <laughs> The father went out for milk or a pack of cigarettes and he just never, never came back. And if everybody was the same, it would be pretty boring. During this interview, you Let's watch mom again. Dad, once I got used to it, it was pretty easy. If you had one wish, what would it be? Um. Uh, look, look, look. Um, however, the, the look can be different. And I think however many surgeries, um, they have is going to affect like how they end up like looking um her doctors have often said like a more normal appearance um i've struggled with that over the years just because i love how the brooklyn looks so um, a lot of the surgeries are for a function of the organs early correct um 
Yeah. So like when we have talked to Brooklyn about our decisions to do some of these surgeries, um, you know, I, it's important to me that I've stressed to her. It's not because we want to change how she looks. Um, we love how she looks, but it's to enhance her quality of life and that we think that these surgeries are necessary to help her like with her breathing and things like that. I'm going to tell everybody about my halo. What's a halo? A halo is this like, purple thing that goes around the back of your head. And then like a black that goes like right between here. Um, and they'll be more protected. Uh, oftentimes it's like difficult for her Wait, to be outside. Wait, do I see a wedding? I don't, I don't see a wedding ring. Really Let me see. Oh, I, I didn't see a wedding ring on mom's, mom's hand. Mom, what's going on? Where's dad? Dad's, dad couldn't hack it. Dad said, nope. Um, and they'll be more protected. Oh, wait, there's a ring. Is that a ring? Uh, oh, she's like married. Okay. All right. Really okay. It shows over everybody. It, it shows over. <laughs> she's got help. She's got, wait, she's got help. All right. Shows over. Mom's got help. She has, she has a husband. She has a husband. Oh my gosh, I need to kill this chat box. Because it's not working for me. Okay. Um, She called a stepdad. Hey, somebody, listen. This myth about single moms is not being able to get a man to help. Like, it's ridiculous. But anyway, I'm going to get out of here. I need, I need to seriously talk from tonight. This was heavy. This is way more than I was prepared for. Um, I'm sorry if I offended anybody tonight. I still stand from what I said about children and quality of life and the eugenics thing. I know it sounds crass, but I, I firmly believe in that. So I'm going to get out of here. Thank everybody tonight. Thank y'all. Jay Jermaine was off the goddamn hinges tonight. My man was just on one like... <laughs> Jay Jermaine, you're going to hell, <laughs> bro. You're, you're going to be the first one in the special VIP, hell VIP. I'll be back in the morning. We're going to go over uh, Paradise Lost by John Milton. And then after that, I don't know what I'll be told, what we'll talk about later on tomorrow. So I'm going to get out of here. Thank everybody. This was a heavy, heavy show. Y'all have a good night. Peace.